0: Welcome to Good for a Weekend. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to an individually recorded episode where one of us has some thoughts to share, and they aren't quite long enough for a full-blown episode. Yes, we're working on our regular-length episodes, but had something to say in the meantime. So, without further ado, welcome to I Did Something Cressy. I never trust a
2: narcissist.
0: Hello, I'm Cressy, and today's episode of IDSK is definitely off-topic and not fitting for a regular episode because it isn't Taylor-related. Just want to go ahead and get that out there. It is pod-related because Ali was right there when this happened, and I felt very inclined to tell this story because if you have been listening to the show, then you know that Ali revealed on the podcast that her biggest life's regret is not going to the 1989 world tour. As soon as she said that, in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep that in my mind. And every time it's ever brought up or anything adjacent to it, I'm going to make a joke about it. And I've listened back to some of our episodes and I've really done this too much. I've been really annoying. What I thought was a fun inside joke really just isn't. It's not funny. And I was thinking about Ali's Biggest life's regret and how I make fun of it. And then I got to thinking about my biggest life's regret and how Allie was there for it when it happened. And I knew I had no choice but to tell my story today to level the playing field for us to get even, just get it all out there on the table, both of our biggest life's regrets. And it isn't related to Taylor. It's Kind of just an embarrassing story of mine. So if you are looking for a Taylor-related episode, we got tons of them. Go check those out. If you're looking for a funny story, welcome. Um, I'm already kind of flushed. I, I was nervous about this idea. I told Allie as soon as it popped in my head. It popped in my head while I was vacuuming and listening to Taylor Swift, of course. And she said, you should totally do it. And I was like, um, but it's not Taylor Swift related. Like, would people actually like it? And the next day, I'm thrifting. I'm at Lost and Found Youth in Atlanta. If you haven't been there, highly recommend it. They're super awesome. I never leave there without finding something super, super cool. And it's for a great cause. They support homeless LGBTQ plus youth in Atlanta. And they also have a free food pantry. So highly recommend you check it out if you are a thrifter and you're in the area. But anyway, I'm there, I'm flipping through the frames, I see some of those weird pictures of babies dressed as flowers, you know, the ones I'm talking about, and I think of this episode. This is in my mind again, I was thinking about it, like, should I do this, should, will people even care? Even if people don't care, should I still do this? Because I think it's funny. As I'm mulling it over, what happens in Lost and Found Youth of Atlanta, Georgia? Delicate. Comes on the speaker's. And that was a sign from God herself that I had to tell my story. So now let's get into the story. And I'm going to protect everyone's identities here. Um, I'm going to use just basic names, except for Allie, of course, since you know her. And she did nothing cringy in this at all. Just witnessed it all unfold in front of her. Oh my god. Just to give you guys like a little preamble of how the story ends, it ends with me... In Coyote's, a bar in Auburn, Alabama, looking at my phone and dropping to my knees in just absolute devastation, and almost wanting to look up at the sky, at the ceiling, and shake my fist like, why? Why did I do this? No! In case you're wondering how this story's gonna end up. So let's just get right to it. I was in this little friend group circle, whatever. In college for a while, maybe less than a year. It didn't last, not for any bad reasons or anything. It just kind of fizzled out. But I was closest with this girl named Mary. Again, fake names. And we would tailgate, go out to bars together, go to fraternity parties together, maybe like six or seven of us. It was just a fun little group while it lasted, you know? And someone else in this group was. Mary's best friend. I'm not sure how long they had been close, but they were best best friends, like super, super close, way closer than I was with Mary. Let's call her Ashley. And Ashley was dating this guy we'll call Josh. And I was head over heels with this guy. I couldn't even speak English in front of him, y'all. Like I, my words would jumble. I would stutter. I would turn beet red. I would Get all of the butterflies he just made me so nervous because he was so handsome so cute like exactly my type and he was also really funny he was fun to hang around every time he would go out with our little circle of friends things were just better they were way more fun and I really liked hanging around with him and I kind of was glad that this girl Ashley was dating him because it just gave me a chance to even be near this wonderful, wonderful guy. He was so funny, so fun. And I had a huge crush on him. And before I get into my biggest life's regret, I just want to share a few quick things just to kind of set the scene and really show how my body would physically react while I was in his presence. So then you'll get an idea of why this is my biggest life's regret. So... I'll start with his relationship with Ashley. From my eyes, they didn't really get along that well. I'm sure they did, and I only saw the bad parts because I was only around them when we were drinking, of course. All of that to say, you know, I don't think that there was a bad guy or anything, but I, I just didn't see them getting along that well together in front of me. And sometimes, on really, really great occasions, sometimes Josh would complain to me about Ashley and it was uh, I wish I wish you guys could just see me sitting in the booth of this pizza restaurant called Little Italy's him across the booth him just venting about something she did something she said whatever they're arguing about now and me just eating my slice of pizza just being like "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm please leave her please I'm here. Let's go back to my place and talk about this. Of course, I didn't say that out loud. I was definitely a total moderator, would try to chill the situation. But he would complain to me about her and I would just, I would just want to hold him so tight and be like, it's going to be okay because you know what? I'm here. You came to the right, gal. But of course, I didn't do that because that would be so cringy. Oh my god. That would be so embarrassing if I did that. Yeah. So clearly I had no allegiance to this Ashley girl and obviously I wasn't gonna try or do anything while they were together because he was dating my friend's best friend. You know, I was gonna be cool, I was gonna be a friend and our little circle group of friends did kind of die out, fizzle out the way it sometimes does. And with that came their breakup. I'm not really sure what happened, but basically it ended and we weren't this little group that ran around together anymore. I don't think that they were like the glue holding this group together at all, but it just kind of fills little out the way that friendships do sometimes. It was fine. But that was not the last I saw of Josh because somehow by the grace of God, I had a class with him that next year. I remember the first day of class, walking in, sitting down, you know, minding my own business. As I've mentioned, I was uh, an English and communications major. And I had the same classes with the same people. It was kind of this same 30 to 50 people and the classes would be about like 10 to 15 size. So I kind of knew most of the people in my major. And I was friendly with all of them. I didn't really care how I looked. I I really liked my major. I really liked all of my classes. And I don't remember exactly what Josh was studying, but it was something really, really smart and definitely not something that would,, he um, would share a class with me for, you know. I f- I want to say maybe it was like chemical engineering or maybe like pre-med or like something really smart, something really impressive that just definitely wasn't in my vicinity. So I'm walking in to this class first day. I'm really excited for it. And I wish I could tell you all the topic, but that would be a dead ringer of who it is. And I want to protect his identity, even though I really doubt he would care about this. But I walk into this class, this English literature class on this um, very niche subject and I see him sitting there. And I I turn beet red, like bright, bright red. And it's more than just me seeing him there. I was also late. I was a few minutes late to my first day. I was very flustered. Um, this class was in the Haley Center at Auburn. It can get kind of confusing. Even if you've been a student and have had a lot of classes there, sometimes you can just get turned around. And I was late. So I quickly grabbed a seat in the back. I saw him. I'm Flustered for being late. I'm B-red and. And then the entire class, I am sitting there sweating bullets because I think I'm in the wrong class because there's no way I have a class with him, right? I can barely even hear what the professor is saying. It's like in Charlie Brown, the wah, 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 wah. Like I could not hear it because I was just, I had my laptop open. I was pretending to take notes, but I was actually texting my friends being like, oh my god, I have a class with Josh, y'all. This is so embarrassing. I think I walked into the wrong class and Josh was here to see it all. Like, I walked in late. Everyone saw me and stared. I sat in the back. Should I walk out right now? I don't know what to do. Like, I was freaking out. Well, it turned out I was in the right class and he was in there too. And I, I really feel like I would have enjoyed this class if he hadn't been in it. And I and I don't mean that in a mean way. I just I just couldn't focus in there. And I I never spoke ever. And I'm normally very talkative. I like to participate in discussions and all of that stuff that comes with English classes. But I just couldn't I couldn't function in there. And I ended up with a B in the class, which is kind of a bummer, B for bummer really, I think it's because I just couldn't, I couldn't focus. I sat in the back actually. And I normally sit close to the front because I've got some poor eyesight. Let me tell y'all. But I sat in the back because I didn't want to be in front of him and him maybe like see my laptop screen or something, you know, like I just didn't want the idea of him like seeing the back of my head because then I would be um, like super self-conscious of how my ponytail looked, you know, like I would be so flustered. And I just want to tell y'all before we get into our next story, I I actually asked him, you know, like, oh, that's interesting that you're in this class or something. I, I don't know. I wasn't speaking English, but I, I said something on the lines of like, ah yeah, uh, that blank, blank class is pretty lame, huh? You know, like <laughs> trying to be cool. And he told me that... He was taking it because he liked it and he liked those kinds of things. And I wanted to die on the spot. I was just like, "No, because that's why I'm taking it. Like I was playing it cool. I was lying. I think this stuff was really cool, too. I was just trying to seem less nerdy. So, all right. Last story before I get into the day of my biggest life's regret. So, on this day, I was going to tell him. That I had a crush on him. I was going to freaking do it. I was ready to get it over with. I was tired of being flustered every day I went to class. I was tired of just, I was tired of all of it. I was ready for this crush to end. I was ready to either be rejected or for it to be reciprocated. You know, I I had some liquid courage. I was in Skybar. It was towards the end of the semester, I think. I'm pretty sure. I think it was cold. But anyway, I see him across the bar. And I don't even remember who I was with, but I said to the person, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And they were like, okay, good luck. And it's like the path cleared for me, like the parting of the Red Sea. And I'm walking towards them. And it feels like it was probably maybe a hundred feet away, not even that far, maybe a hundred, 200 feet, but it felt like a mile and I'm walking and I'm getting closer and I'm getting closer. And he's talking to some friends, but I'm ready to be like, Hey, kind of pull him aside, you know, just, just give him the lowdown, (laughs) just the basic. I just want to let you know, like I've always had a really big crush on you and then just leave it at that and just let whatever happens, happens. If he rejects me, if he laughs it off, that's totally fine. Then it's done and done. I was going to do it. I was getting closer. I was getting just a few feet away. Even though I, I was only walking a few feet with every step I took, it was like the level of my drink line was just getting lower and lower and lower because I was just sip sip sip, sipping like oh here we go here we go and then I get like just a few feet away and I was intercepted by the guy I had been currently casually seeing and he says something like hey do you want to go grab a bite to eat or do you want to go home now like something like that and he intercepted the moment where I was going to do it I was I was going to admit it and I couldn't at that point because I was close enough to Josh that he probably heard this guy saying this to me. So it was probably clear that we were seeing each other, even though it was only casual. But if you're just a casual passerby hearing that, you would you would assume. And that was that. So now let's get into the day. The day that it happened. And I will never forget this day. Apart from it being my biggest slash regret, it was also my birthday. So I was with Allie, and we were just running around town having a grand old time. It was actually a really fun night. We went to this fraternity, and they were also having a party that night. Uh, it was syllabus week at Auburn. So it was just a, a regular syllabus week party, but it was packed. And I was thanking people for coming to my birthday party. <laughs> it was really funny. They're like, thank you so much for coming to my birthday. <laughs> like it was like this was this whole party just for me, even though it's a fraternity party. It was so funny. We all had a laugh. But we're kind of going from party to party. We're bar hopping. We're going from all of our different places. And we go to Coyotes. Now, Ali and I talk about this in our Evermore episode um, I don't think that that will be out before this, but it it was a special place for us. It was our, it was basically our freshman bar. We went there all the time. Like you could get 32 ounce drinks for $2. That's crazy, y'all. Like that's ins- that should be illegal, but whatever. <laughs> I digress. So it's my birthday, I'm having a great time. Me and Allie are just bouncing around, saying hi to people and what. blah, blah, blah. And then I think, I should text Josh. I, I don't know if maybe I wanted to see where he was or if, I really don't know, but something in me was, for whatever reason, I was going to open an iMessage and text him or something. And I pull out my phone, I open it, and I'm in the middle of Coyote's, kind of near the front. Um, There's all these booths on my right and on my left are these like, um, what are they called? High top tables. So I'm in between booths and high top tables and I pull out my phone. I'm in this crowded bar. I pull up our text and I see, oh my God, I, I don't even, I don't even want to say y'all. I've been talking for how long? Like you guys know at this point how big of a crush I had on this guy. You know this, right? So I see a text from him, actually, a text from Josh himself, asking me to go to a concert a week ago, a week prior to me seeing it on my birthday. And the concert was that night. I dropped to my knees. I was so in shock because this is the moment that everyone dreams of when you have a big crush on someone. You wait for this, for something, anything to happen. And it happened. It actually did happen. He asked me and I didn't see it. And I don't know why. I Maybe I opened it while I was half awake or sleeping or something, or maybe I accidentally clicked Message on my laptop, but I genuinely did not see this text from him. And I'm seeing it now, like while this concert is going on. Biggest lecture. I, I text him back. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm just now seeing this. I'm so sorry. But we all know he didn't believe that. Like, you you don't believe that. I wouldn't believe that. But it was true. It was what happened. So I never ended up hanging out with him. We never ended up going out. We didn't go to that concert, obviously, because it was that t- at the exact same time I replied. And a few weeks later, maybe a few months tops, he meets uh, another girl, or maybe they already knew each other. I don't really know this person. I'm sure she's wonderful. And they're still together to this day. To this day. Years later. I'm not even going to count how many years because I don't want to expose who they are because I'm sure they're wonderful and they're super happy together. They honestly could be engaged at this point. I would not be surprised if they got engaged recently because they've been together for a really long time. And this, it's all started weeks after... I missed that text. I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm just like shaking my fist at myself like how you dumb bitch. Like, (laughs) How could you how could I miss how could I miss that? And it's been years since this happened and I still think about it from time to time like what could have been why did I do that? Oh my god. And Allie was right there to see it all happen. She was right next to me while I was in my cute little pink two-piece romper. She was in this um, off-the-shoulder shirt with jean shorts. I remember this so clearly. And she saw me with my phone clutched in my hand, dropped to my knees. Almost like a, a Victorian woman faints at the slightest inconvenience. I just dropped. And... Now that I've told this story, I think Allie and I, are even, I think I feel better now about making fun, poking fun at her biggest life's regret of not going to the 1989 world tour like a hundred times. So much that it's annoying. It's not even funny. I, I think we're even now. Because now you all know my biggest life's regret. So the moral of the story is check your phone, sleep with your ringer on high, miss nothing, have a daily screen time of 15 hours a day. Um, never put your phone on do not disturb. Obviously, I'm kidding. But like, seriously, y'all, I don't even know what the moral of the story is. What was the point of that? I did not learn anything from it because it's not even like, oh, you should have went after it. You should have chased your goals. You should have tried. Well, I did and I was intercepted. And I am so on my phone. Like, I I would share my screen time, but it's honestly embarrassing, like, how much I'm on my phone. I'm very online. So there's absolutely no reason for me to have not seen that. There's no excuse, and I didn't. So, I mean, maybe either I can think of it as my biggest life regret, or maybe This is sort of like an everything happens for a reason situation. Like maybe I wasn't supposed to see that. But honestly, it's been a few years and I still feel like I should have seen that. And I think life would be very different if I had. Or maybe it wouldn't. But we will never know. Anyway. So to tie this to Taylor, I made a playlist on Spotify of Taylor songs that are about having a crush on someone. That way, this episode isn't super, super off-topic. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes below. So check that out if you want. I doubt anyone will listen to it, but it was kind of fun to make to pick out my favorite Taylor songs that remind me of having a big crush on someone. And I also threw in some other cutesy crush-like songs. Uh, It's probably like half Taylor, half other stuff. Maybe like 10, 12 songs. But yeah, check it out if you have a big crush on someone Even if it's reciprocated or not, or if you did something cringy like me, or if everything's going great and you're having a great old time with your crush. This playlist is for all of you. Anyway, I'll catch y'all on our next big episode. If you guys liked this, let me know, because I do have a lot of fun stories. Just ask me why the song Kokomo makes me blush. And maybe I'll tell some more on I Did Something Cressies, but for now. Catch y'all on the flip side. Always check your phone and stream evermore.
2: I never trust a narcissist, but they love me.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian. And we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ, how do people get qualified?
2: We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup.
1: Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks.